Welcome to Steer Nova Comics Podcast, episode 28. Today we've got Luke Anderson. Greg, introduce yourself. I'm Greg. I'm the founder, co-founder, whatever, of uh, Sierra Nova Comics. Uh, and I'm Dylan. I'm Dylan, and uh, I do the tech stuff and then editor-in-chief. And Luke, introduce yourself. Hey, so I'm Luke. I am a penciler, inker, and I pretend to be a colorist sometimes. Um, I'm currently working on several projects that you'll see on Sierra Nova soon enough. And I'm getting a phone call. Give me a sec. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I just thought that was. Yeah. Remember, this afternoon, and then you called me in the middle of it. Okay, I'm gonna hang up now and talk about what I've done. Okay. <laughs> Not right now. Bye. Okay, sorry. Not gonna okay, lie, that so, music, that music could have been. <laughs> That music could not have been more perfectly timed too, because like you're yeah. introducing yourself and then like June. <laughs> oh, it's awesome! No, I, I told my bloody my buddy Eric is the worst. He seems to think that because he doesn't have a life, no one else does either. He called me in the middle of things. Oh God! Okay. I saw an Instagram post the other day that said, uh, oh, I just found out the other day that my siblings have a life of their own and they're not just side characters in my story. <laughs> what? what? Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, do you want to start that again or do you want to keep that? Oh, no, I'm definitely keeping that. Yeah, we're keeping that. <laughs> okay, yeah. should, he's he's going to watch the podcast. He's not going to like that. <laughs> So we should splice it later. You should use that as like an intro video. I'm just like, that's Oh my it. God. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? All right. Anyway. Now nice. that happened. So now we know. So now we know a little more about yourself, including the epic music. Um, oh, dude, it's the default Android call. Are you serious? Yeah. Huh? Damn, that sounded like cinematic, like. Like the number one reason to buy an Android. Yeah, right. <laughs> podcast brought to you by Android. <laughs> paid to say Android. <laughs> so, uh, what got you into comics? Um, well, honestly, so I, it's a bit weird for me. I didn't really read comics much as a kid. Like, I read, like, Star Wars stuff, but that's just because I love Star Wars. Mostly, like, you know, the old Legends, Dark Horse, uh, Legacy stuff and stuff yeah. like that. But... Um, for the most part, it was just comic adaptations of things I liked that weren't comics, right? But when I was getting into high school and learning to draw and stuff, so when I was like little kid, I wanted like five years old, I saw the kind of behind the scenes for Revenge of the Sith. And I saw the concept artists doing the art. And I, my, my little five-year-old brain was like, wait, people get paid to draw? And I was like, that's what I want to do. Um... And so for like most of my life, I spent my time learning to digital paint and photo bash and stuff. And I, I, um, I was you no know, kind of gearing up to, uh, hopefully go to Max the Mutt, which is a, a concept art school in Toronto. But when I was in about grade 10 or 11 in high school, I, I started just doing a lot more shadows on all my work more and more. And very, like, it looked like Mike Mignola's stuff. And I didn't even know Hellboy at the time. I just like, I liked the way it looked. It was just an extra bonus when I later discovered Hellboy. But people kept telling me, you know, you should, you should try drawing comics. You, your style really fits that. And eventually I just kind of transitioned over and I started reading comics. I read 
uh, Neil Gaiman Sandman. I was like, man, wait, comics can have like actual stories. And then I read uh, kind of all the classics, you know, Watchmen, V for Vendetta, etc. Um, Killing Joke, all the Alan Moore and Grant Morrison stuff, basically. Um, and I read the Sandman, read Hellboy, fell in love with the art, so on and so forth. And eventually I started doing my own stuff bit by bit. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sandman is actually going to be a Netflix show. Oh, I'm so, I know. I'm so excited. You have no idea. <laughs> I, mean, I, want, delayed, I want Benedict but... Cumberbatch to play Dream. <laughs> That'd be so good. I would, I would be happy boy if that happened. Tell you that right now. Uh, so, uh, what's like your favorite thing about making comics and like your least favorite? My favorite thing about making comics is honestly probably the like unique methods of visual storytelling that the medium allows. There's a lot of things you can do with comics that no other medium can, and I really love that. Uh, my least favorite. Um, trying to think, probably not owning a scanner for a couple of years. <laughs> that was a real pain in the ass. Um, yeah, that, that would be it. Having to go downtown and pay some guy in like, uh, this like crowded tech store to let me borrow his scanner in the back. That was the worst part. Or I guess it was a photocopier that just had a built-in scanner. Yeah, the point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good thing I don't have to deal with that. I just pay an artist. Yeah, you, you got lucky. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, what? what's your favorite genre to create? Oh, um, like, like occult and horror fantasy stuff, 100%. Any, like I said, all my influences were mainly from the kind of like Vertigo DC stuff. So a lot of that cosmic fantasy stuff I really like. Um, And then, like, you know, all, all the kind of, Oh, Hellboy, Lock and Key, Sandman, that kind of like cult horror stuff I really like. And that's what I'm, I'm really trying to lean into that with what I'm working on right now, um, which I'm sure we'll get to later. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Wow. What was I going to say? Oh, uh, <laughs> Good question. I don't know. <laughs> what, what, um, uh, just, just out of uh, reference, what's your favorite Watchmen? Favorite oh, of the characters? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so it, that's a kind of a weird one because character-wise, I really like like everyone. Character-wise, I really like Rorschach because he's yeah. just like such that's an that's asshole. Nice he's yeah. like the lovable yeah. asshole. But writing, like I, as a person reading, I like Rorschach. But I also like from my philosophy brain, I'm like, ah, he's based on objectivism, and I hate objectivism, the school of thought. So like, I, I can't fully embrace him. But if I had to choose one, like. Overall, it would be Dr. Manhattan, actually. I really love, like, for, as, when I, the more and more I started studying kind of writing and stuff and learning to write comics, the more I appreciated that character as a deconstruction of Superman to the point that he probably is my favorite character. And the fact that he's just kind of like an asshole by accident all the time is pretty great, too. That cracks me up. Yeah, he is, he is a very interesting character. Just, it's yeah. actually funny that, he's, that the way you phrase that he's a deconstruction of Superman because he literally had to get re deconstructed to turn into Superman. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, it, it's um, it's Alan Moore. I'm sure that was on purpose. I've read, I've read the man's scripts when I was practicing every now and then. They're so long. It's like a, you know, two pages of capital letters just to describe like the first panel of the killing joke. I was like, are you kidding me? It's a, a picture of a puddle. Nice. 
what hook what hooked you like when we like asked you to be like part of our platform um honestly just the opportunity and the fact that you guys clearly like i was working with a lot of local people in guelph where i was living at the time but like a lot of them were kind of you know around my age and didn't really seem to know what they were doing no offense to them they're great people but like yeah you know they were just getting into it the same way i was so it was nice to have someone reach out who was a lot had a bit more of a professional take on things i guess really kind of knew the business end of things because i'm terrible at that you know i've been i've been working on improving my skills in that regard but it's just really not the sort of thing i'm good at so to have a a, another person who's passionate about comics and that's very clear with you guys reach out and be like hey do you want to create comics for us and have a nice chat about it and stuff is like really great was a nice experience and it really was motivating as well especially because i I, I for sure have learned a lot since then and I've really improved as an artist. So that was nice too. Very cool. Yeah, that's, that's one of the things we were chatting with um, uh, Hector uh, last week, just about uh, how there, you know, there's a lot of artists that are, you know, they're very talented, but they don't know the business side. And a lot of them try to take on the business side without ever really trying to learn it. Where yeah. instead it's very cool to be able to, like basically that was us. We realized how hard it was and we're like, why don't we help other people do that? Like our the original like idea of the company had nothing to do with, you know, publishing other people's like work on our site. And uh, then suddenly we're like, wow, this is actually really, really tough. And we somehow made it past it. We should help other people, you know, just skip yeah. that in line. <laughs> well, yeah, and th that way you can draw in a lot of talented people to help you out too. Yeah, the, that, well, that's the thing is, yeah, we can, we can uh, shore up our weak side by, you know, pulling in people that are better at other various things. Yeah, pulling your talents to make something great is a very much a wonderful part of being a creative person, something that everyone seems to really, um, really embrace in most fields that I've dabbled in, for sure, be it, you know, art or music or whatever, writing, whatever. <laughs> I love the serious bubble that's talking to me because it just keeps pulsing. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh man, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I, I don't have, like I said, the internet's on data, so I don't want to be streaming video any more than I have to. Don't, don't worry, those, those, those piercing eyes, they're making, making all, everything <laughs> oh, that's an, oh, oh my gosh, I just remembered that my profile, that's an old picture of me. That's from like, oh gosh, that's from like 2017. Yeah, it's giving a death stare to people, don't worry. Yeah, no, my it's sister doing, it's doing its job. Yeah, my sister's a really good photographer. She took that out of me. And that's back when I was an edgy teenager more than I am now. I'm an edgy adult now. Um, and I didn't know how to smile, so. In my serious face. Yeah, <laughs> But yeah, so uh, yes. Yeah, so speaking of our platform, you were saying you're working on some new comics for it. What uh, what comics would those be? Oh, so so it's mainly a project that I'm very much looking forward to put out. It's called Hell Has Good Wi-Fi. It started as an inside <laughs> joke between a friend and I of of my, my roommate at the time and I, and then I eventually asked him, you know, would you be cool if I actually turned this I, this joke into essentially a full comic? Because I it's just like the title is so perfect. And he he he's worked with me on projects before. He's, colored for me and he's like yeah go for it right um and so um and so it's essentially about a nuclear research not nuclear but like a research sub first of its kind it's capable of going to the very bottom of the you know deep sea chasms on the planet 
And this is the first time it's ever, this hasn't happened in our real world. Like no one's gone that deep underwater. The pressure is too great. But in this universe, uh, this group of people, scientists and engineers and such, have built a submarine that can't. And so they, uh, the, the, four, the four characters, a marine biologist, a medic who's basically coming along because he's friends with a character who I will mention in a moment, the engineer who built the sub, and the billionaire who actually funded the damn thing, um, and the, the medic is the billionaire's friend, all are going to go and take samples from the bottom of the ocean. They're going to be the first people ever to do this, right? Um, and, you know, uh, they... The marine biologist, uh, Dr. Tun, is his wife has just had a kid. So he's like, I want to get this over with and go home, right? And he's, he's on the phone with her at the first page. That's the one you guys have probably seen. Um, and and he's going he's gonna to get to the point where he goes down and they go down. And he's piloting it, right? And he's going to get a text on his phone at the bottom of this deep sea chasm. And he's going to be like, wait, but like, Why? And it turns out, as they fall through this portal, that hell has really good Wi-Fi. And so it's going to be a, essentially the story of these four characters attempting to get back home to Earth for, after getting stuck as mortals in the immortal realm of hell. And there's a lot of very fun mechanics for keeping them alive just long enough, uh, which we'll definitely get to. It's going to have a kind of a occulted horror fantasy vibe with a a good touch of lightheartedness uh, again think my influence is stuff like hellboy it's primarily based in gothic horror but it it it, it doesn't take itself too seriously either no that's that's awesome uh, i was gonna say it's, it's a very different story obviously but it's got a very similar title to uh i hope they serve beer in hell you know like that it's got that feel i've where it's never like, heard of that what? What is that? I want to read that now. Oh, really? Oh, that, that's I've a, never that's heard like of actual, that. That's amazing. That's, yeah, that's a. I'm pretty sure it's technically a nonfiction book, but it's by um, this guy who lived like just a really crazy life and wasn't that good to a lot of the people that were good friends to him. Mm. And uh, yeah, they made a movie about it. Like it became so popular. Um, Oh, but uh, yeah, it's it's. It, I probably watch the movie first, then read the book. Only it's uh, it depends on how you work, but I know that um, well, people usually how, enjoy. I the listen book to a lot of audio books while I work, so I'll see about picking it up there. Honestly. Oh yeah, there you go. But yeah, I, yeah. He he's written a couple books. I just know that that was like the one that blew up. Um, oh. because yeah, he's just he's just an asshole, and and it's basically it's him realizing that, and that's why. Uh, the whole reference is, you know, he's like, he realized, oh, I'm going to hell, and, you know, I hope they serve beer there, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, within the context of a hell has good Wi-Fi, the, the big thing that starts, you know, any of the godly demons or whatever from just getting rid of them is, you know, they still technically are mortals. They're here by accident, so none of the kind of hell creatures can affect them directly. So all the, um, you know, the various demons who are sent to deal with them, which will be kind of the villains of each arc, have to use manipulation of their inherent character flaws and so on and so forth to try to bring their death out, out upon themselves, be it by, you know, that, that their own stupidity or driving them, you know, to the point of insanity or whatever. Nice. Yeah, so it's really going to play into the, um, I'm definitely hoping to have a bit of an aspect of you know, dealing with mental health and suicide and stuff as a sub theme, because that's probably the main way that demons are going to try to kill them, because they can't actually physically interact with them. 
relative engineering situations that prey on the characters, uh, mm -hmm. insecurities and what, what have you. Very cool. I like yeah, that so, idea. yeah, that's a plan for it. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the zoom meeting that we did yesterday with a bunch of the creators, uh, one thing I was talking about was instead of uploading all the comic, like uh, now it's like finally over with like me uploading like a million comics at once. Yeah. But, uh, if somebody wants to upload a comic now, I'm I want to like kind of do more of like a promotion type, not promotion, more like of like a, a like a launch, just basically yeah. like announcing it ahead of time before we yeah. ever put it on there. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, just try to slow it down a little bit now. Yeah. So like yeah. we'll have like five day countdowns or something like that. I'm yeah. Not it's also yeah. Not, I was gonna say not just to slow it down too. It's it's also to just it, that's helpful for the fact that. If it if we just post it up and then we try to market it like there's it's no anticipation, hype, yeah. There's yeah. No, yeah. You want you want some hype. You want some people to be like, where is it? He said no, it was sure. gonna be here. Well, that's actually what what brought me to doing Hell's House Good Wi-Fi is actually so I was working on, you know, because I I've improved a lot since I in my artwork and my writing of comics out there using the language of them since I started doing Anomalous, which was the one I was doing for you guys. Um, and I, so I was working on kind of re remastering that, as you know, but I just kept telling people like about, you know, the idea for hell has good Wi-Fi, and everyone was like, you should be doing that instead. That sounds so much fun, like so much fun. So eventually I kind of just gave into the peer pressure and then put the other one on hold while I do that. Cause it seems like there's a lot of people I've met who like people who reach out to me, who I don't really know that well, but like message me on Facebook and be like, where's hell has good Wi-Fi? I want that. Who I like met at the bar or whatever. Yeah. So like clearly the premise is strong enough to draw people in. I feel like I owe it to them to to make it happen now, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like um we released the first two comics of like all of our comics that we have planned last year because yeah. our Kickstarter was funded and the one that I really wanted, like even though I really like our main story, the graphic novel Seer Chronicles, yeah. I really wanted to release Ink because yeah. I just really like it. <laughs> yeah. So, and the second issue will be better than the first because we had to work around my mistake of having art done before that script was basically really edited. They're doing so, Marvel style. Not everyone's the Jack Kirby, that's for sure. Yeah. So, that's how we did the first uh, Seer Chronicles, but that was like the artist like forgot two pages from the script so now we're gonna redo the first issue of that so well, we're planning on doing an artist feel free to hit me up i'm always happy to oh do yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we'll probably have you like you do our no I, I know i'm i'm just i'm just joking around because oh, well, i know that you're like, like I, no i'd happily better. do it but like don't don't take yeah shameless self-plug nah, <laughs> um then i told the artist for ink i was like uh, apparently a lot of people want the next issue of ink out and mm -hmm. our plan is to come out with another solo series this year but like i might also release ink two, either this year or like start working on it this year and release it in the beginning of next year just because my brother like as soon as he was done reading it he texted me saying when is the next one and i was like it takes like money and time to make a comic yeah, I, would, I would be excited to edit um what's it called the uh, the second one like uh, yeah like that yeah. was so I, I was like well okay okay so that's one person and then like another person was like so like when's the second one come out I was like like really and they're like yeah like 
I really liked the first issue. I was like, well, we like just spitballed it basically. That you know, in, in the blur of the moment, you just have such a good idea that you know, kind of just festers in your head. Yeah, we took like my script, and then he's like, "Okay, let's throw that out the window." No. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. We took his yeah. script. The entire thing was drawn, and then we threw the script out the window. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like, basically, uh, similar to our first Cyrnova comics, um, or Cyrnova Chronicles comic, the Cyr uh, yeah, Cyr Chronicles. There we go. Damn. <laughs> Oh, we, we confused ourselves on purpose, but uh, yeah, basically, uh, b based on that one, um, or that's how we did this one as well. Like we had a drawn before we edited the script, and yeah. this one we had a, it was a little easier to work with. But when we went to go edit the script, we realized how much was missing, and so we did like this new narrative style um, comic instead. And we had the letter drawn these narration bubbles and give it more contextual background, and uh. So it actually worked out nice, and now I kind of actually like that style for ink, and might might keep that in future ones. But now we yeah. can also get the artwork and whole story much more developed, which will be nice. Yeah, for sure. It's a, it's a process, and yeah, I find I found the more I work with comics, the more I just want to go back and kind of have time to revise them and stuff, which isn't always a luxury you get. Yeah, but you always, in hindsight, have the better idea. I feel like, but um. Yeah. Yeah, um, as far as uh, getting Hello's good Wi-Fi out, I'd probably be able to have it done for you by uh, probably June 15th. I could have like volume one, fin like issue one finished for you guys. Oh, that's but, like perfect uh, timing because I am done being banned in Facebook groups June 14th. So. <laughs> perfect. And this, this time, Greg, well, I could wait a little longer out. then. If, if you yeah. Need yeah, I was. I was on a, uh, yeah, like, obviously we'll do, like, a countdown, like, what we were going to do. We could even do a countdown, like, starting in May and build up, like, over time to it. Yeah, we, well, we, we, well, it depends. We, we can we can start it right when he he's done with it, too, just because oh, uh, yeah, yeah. you won't be free until then. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, no, I would have liked to get it done in May, because my birthday is May 15th, and my original plan was to release it then. Nice. Right? Um, but I, uh, I don't know if I have the... I could probably get that done if I really put it to crunch and kind of gave up on the internet, getting getting of internet out here. But if you're banned from Facebook, we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he gets in the uh, the Facebook gulag all the time. He's gotta he's gotta win his one v one so he can get out. <laughs> yeah, like um, I was just on a live like i was watching a live stream of a uh, chuck i can't ever say his last name so i'm not gonna say it but chuck p nope. <laughs> and, uh, pino noir i'm gonna just say that <laughs> sure. and uh i think it's pino, pino actually yeah, um, yeah yeah and, uh, and uh because he's originally from canada but now he lives in like texas um <laughs> he was doing this like live video on facebook just talking to people and i was like I was like, hey, what's up? And he's like, oh, hey. And then I like asked about like, oh, did you get your Kickstarter stuff? And he finally like answered yes after like he didn't think like there was any more chat going on and there was like a bunch going on. But uh, he like, I was talking about how I got banned from like Facebook groups and he then somebody else was like, how'd you get banned from Facebook groups? 
and like then by he, trying <laughs> yeah. <in> real effort <laughs> yeah and then i was like oh like i was doing this one thing for our video game that's coming out and it's like this whole like poll thing like people just vote on like their favorite name for a certain company that we'll have in our video game and our comics it's a whole like interactive type thing and they're like oh okay but like then chuck was like basically while i was typing that out chuck is like because he's an asshole no like the real reason he got banned was because he's like just really like adamant about like sharing other people's stuff and all of that so that's why he got banned i was like yeah that's basically why <laughs> yeah or yeah i don't know i feel like facebook is not a place i go anyway if i don't have to save the messenger so yeah man get yourself banned all you want i i uh it won't impact my life anymore so <laughs> you know yeah. i'll still do art for you <laughs> yeah like uh i use instagram probably way more than facebook now yeah. i i do go on facebook more than i used to for like our business but like because at one point it was mostly just instagram focused and then our following is like going up on instagram and then like twitter i wasn't really doing anything on twitter so it was just like staying like same level and facebook was doing the same and then like dylan's like you need to focus on like everything so i was like focus on yeah, everything like started this year basically actually last year the end of last yeah, year I was Twitter and uh and uh Facebook stuff going what for you so I I I don't use Twitter really and I, I like I said I don't really pay attention to Facebook so how's that going for you overall though uh it's good um minus the ban from Facebook groups I'm I like post certain things just on like minus yeah. the videos that we make like from our podcast we stripped this down in different clips and uh that's one of the things that I said on the zoom meeting and then they looked like their brains were melting because of like all the information that I was trying to get. <laughs> and I was like, I could talk about like Facebook ads, but I'm not like completely, I'm going to like sum it up because I'm not going to like go into a three hour conversation about that. Like me, Hector yeah, and Dylan did that last Sunday <laughs> and that was like seven hours or something. <laughs> I don't know. It, it was like a long process, but it was like informational. It was like a lot of like good info. It's just like, so basically I was just like, it's like a sales funnel, but like it's a Facebook ad and like you have to follow the steps that Facebook tells you to do like in the actual order. So you want them to do like traffic and then go one, one by one. Yeah, I feel like it's a, that, that sort of thing it should be like, you know, on a need to know basis. If someone wants to know, they should have to reach out. It seems like a real pain to have to go explain to that to everybody all at once say so. oh yeah all the discord things like that that's how we created a team so i can uh we could do these meet those meetings and like um you know just give the team that's actually in, like wants to make the platform grow and yeah. or you know get more views on their comics and stuff yeah uh, for sure you know yeah. reward those who put in the effort yeah like that's what the card game thing is for that's what everything else that we're putting out is going to be for yeah for so, sure yeah and uh, yeah no i've really been enjoying it um uh you yeah you know, and like when i go quiet on the social media it's probably because i'm just really grinding down on a comic it's not because i've forgotten about you guys don't worry i don't know it's, it's cool like i i sometimes like there's so many creators on there and there's not like millions of them but like it was probably like 40 or something like that. Yeah, so I have to like, I somehow remember their first names, which is insane that I do. Like, that, that's impressive. I, I could never do that. I'm yeah, so I'm like JD from Covenant Comics, and he's like one of the writers. And then there's Jesse, and I'm just like, what? How did I remember that? <laughs> yeah. 
Hector, obviously, I know his name because I talk to him like every day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's still pretty great. I'm. I honestly wish I had the power to remember names like that, man. I'm so bad at that sort of thing. My short-term memory is atrocious, but hey, I can tell you a ton of Star Wars facts that no one cares about. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, man. Big Legends nerd. Did you like uh, Mandalorian? Oh, it was good. Yeah, it was definitely, in my opinion, the best thing Disney's done so far. Yep. Yeah, uh, the Vader comics were good too, though. I did like those. They did a good job of making Darth Vader, you know, reminding you that Darth Vader was a monster to be reckoned with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My my brother watches because like I I enjoy Star Wars, but I don't like track it like you know some people do. But my brother really likes it, and my cousin uh, was living with us for a while, and he he loves it. Like he knows everything about it. And I've not really kept up with Star Wars news since Disney. Uh, probably since the Rise of Skywalker dropped, and I was just disappointed again. I was like, "Yeah." Did so that's actually interesting too. Then did you did you hear the news about um, uh, what's his name, uh, Lucas, George, George Lucas? Lucas? No, I yeah. Did not. What happened? No, no, nothing bad. If anything, this is probably the best thing that has happened to Star Wars since Star Wars came out. Basically, oh. um. The uh, the the there was a woman who was like not directing the movies but directing the path of the movies, like basically yeah, laying out how it was going to go. And yeah. she was actually heard at Comic Con, like really, I think it was Comic Con, I know it was a convention of some sort, really pushing yeah. the fact that she was going to turn the force female, like that she literally, like, quote, was the force is now female, right? And yeah. and so people were like bothered because there's nothing wrong with adding female people to the force there already were female uh yeah. people in the force. but to like force it down people's throat that they have to accept that was terrible like they killed you know killing off all the guy the, characters, the on purpose. characters and stuff. Well, and what i make that really strange about that is if you wanted strong female characters in star wars why did you get rid of the expanded universe you had characters like uh jaina solo or mara jade yeah, and like the there's universe who could have gone with. Yeah, are way more interesting and lovable characters than people than like I'm sorry, Daisy Ridley, amazing actor, but Ray is a terribly written character with very yeah. little to well, her. And like you, you could have given Jada Solo, who is an equally badass, you know, overpowered female character, on top of actually being likable. Right. Yeah, the, one of the things that I, I that bothered me a lot too was um, the la- the whatever the last movie was called was that the Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So, do you remember in the what was it episode five? I think it was episode five. The one where Luke is doing a handstand, a one-arm handstand, and he's floating oh, yeah. a rock. Oh no! Yeah, now Ray's just floating herself. Yeah. You know, no, you realize too, like that was a direct like jab at that, right? She's floating herself while orbiting like 150 rocks around her. Like she's an atom. People will always like Luke more because Luke actually had to work for his power and she didn't. And therefore yeah. he's a more likable character. He earned it, right? Yeah. Well, the other stupid thing. The argument that Luke is a Mary Sue, just like Ray is. And you could maybe make that argument with the original film, but you get to Empire and at the, first he gets his ass kicked by a Wampa. And then he gets his, in the Battle of Hoth, he gets his uh, snow speeder shot down and Wedge has to take the shot. And then he fucks up in the cave, and then he can't lift his X-wing, and then Vader kicks his ass, right? Like it's a whole movie of him f- 
failing in the damn hand cut failures, off. right? And that's <laughs> why in Return of the Jedi, when he can actually duel Vader, it feels earned. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's the thing is that, like, yeah, Ray, Ray was a character you didn't care at all about. They forced it to be someone that you're like, oh, okay, now it kind of almost makes sense that she's strong, but not how strong she is. And, it, yeah, it came out of nowhere. Like, she immediately knew how to use the Force and knew it so well she was beating someone who's been training in it for years. Yeah, and the, the argument of he's been shot really doesn't ring true with me. There's so many problems in lore with that. You know, the dark side comes from pain. But even if you want to use, you know, he's been shot, he's weaker in a sword fight. Well, if I, like, you know, if I went up to a professional, like, you know, longsword fencer, challenged yeah. him to a duel, but I get to shoot him in the leg before we fight, he's still going to kick my ass because he knows how to use a sword and I know. I because you've never held a sword, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I don't know, I, I own replica swords, they're on my wall, but that doesn't mean I can use them. Yeah, but anyways, the, the, the great news, though, is the fact that based on how um, the, the uh, audience perceived the last three movies, and even, uh, what was it, uh, not... Was it so, not a solo? Well, I guess solo was the one that kind of was solo like, bombed, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was, I was trying to remember which one really bombed me. I think it was solo. And yeah. uh, based on all of those, um, she has now been, uh, we'll say, reallocated to a different uh, yep. project. Yeah. And George, <laughs> Luke, George Lucas now has the rights, like that, the rights to own it. But the he's going to be the creative director on all the new movies. I would have so... taken more Jar Jar instead of those new movies. I, I, that sounds dirty <laughs> coming out of my mouth, but yeah, like, cause like as much as you can you hate evil people, Emperor Jar Jar. Oh, don't get me wrong. The prequels are blocky movies and they, you know, the, the, the dialogue's atrocious, but I mean, they look beautiful. Like the, the visuals, you know, the, the environments and all the weapons and designs. For, like visually, those mu- movies are beautiful. You, you know, like if you look at like power. even the, the, uh, the Order 66 scene when it shows all the clips of all the planets where the Jedi are dying. Each, you see like t- two seconds of each of those planets and they're all entirely unique and interesting. Right? Yeah. And that, that's why I, I will give the prequels that through the you know, not liking of sand and stuff. They do at least get that right. I, I would say probably the thing that they did most with the the episodes one, two, and three was that they probably, like, even the people working on it were probably like, we really love the original. I wish that they had amazing graphic design or, or, or video editing back then and, uh, yeah. you know, CGI and uh, visual effects. And now we have it. Let's try to use as much as we possibly can in three movies. Yeah. And that's why they're visually amazing, but sometimes the plot yeah, is lacking a yeah. little bit. Well, I think, I think it'll be good for Disney to have some reins on George, because I think what happens when you give the man too much creative control is you get Jar Jar. But at least at least with, with him, there'll be kind of a cohesive vision behind it now. Was it really him that came up with Jar Jar? Uh, well... That, that's a long story. We can talk about that later. I'm not going to oh, get yeah, into all yeah, the George yeah, stuff just... right now, but I'll start yeah. screaming incoherently for hours on end. About evil Emperor Jar Jar? The Dark was, Lord? The, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll say this. Originally, Jar Jar, it was not meant to be a Sith Lord, but he was meant to be a villain who was like a drunken boxer and playing dumb to g- gain their Maybe. trust. And you yeah. later learn in yeah. the movie that the Gungans banished him because he was a war criminal and stuff. But uh, George ended up, you know, wanting to have a more kid-friendly tone to the movie, so he re- retooled the character I, I, for that. I, I do love. Have you ever seen? Um, have you ever seen the YouTube channel called Film Theory? 
Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to be real with you. It's not for me, man. Not a fan of that channel. Oh, I, I think it's funny just because it's, uh, it's so stupidly designed. It's like literally his, his uh, talking bubble is just a, a picture of him, and then he just warps the face when he wants different expressions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, his channel has good production values. So with most of his theories, he, you know, restates something that everyone at age five knew by age four. So, I mean, eh. Oh, yeah, that's, well, that's the whole point, though, is because it's, you know, it's just a theory. <laughs> I, guess, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like there's better theory channels that aren't as big as his because they have less um production value. Oh, yeah, 100%. But that's kind of, that's kind of that always happens. Yeah, yeah, like, he's got a charm yeah. to him. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But no, I just I just thought it was interesting because, yeah, he's he's how I get introduced to all the cool theories, probably because I don't see the smaller channels. Oh, no, um, for sure. But uh, yeah, I just I just love that the the one about Jar Jar and like how it broke it all down. And I, I from his I actually did tangent off and watch a bunch of other ones because I was it was very interesting. Yeah, interesting. Uh, interesting. Like like I, I still remember one of the biggest things in the movie that like really uh, caught me was when they had I, I don't remember, I don't know if, uh, how much you, of the clips you've seen specifically of it, but just that one where it shows how they're um, they're jumping down off a bridge and Jar Jar slipped and is holding it. And then you then it scans shows over to the robots and one of the robots tracks is tracking Jar Jar, and you can mm -hmm. see him you can see him like look to the other side of the screen, and um, it's because he did a force jump that is not seen on screen like where, like that yeah, wouldn't have yeah. been, like he couldn't have done it without some manipulation of the force kind of thing and it was very interesting yeah, yeah. no it's entertaining <laughs> for sure the Darth Jar Jar theories were. Definitely entertaining, and when people were like, "Yeah, he's gonna be the new villain," you know, Snoke is Jar Jar or whatever. Yeah, Those I don't really like time. how they did. I don't. I don't like how they did uh, Snoke either. Like it was very. Oh, uh, man, it was very. Snoke's gave him such a good performance too. Yeah, it was like it was a, a, such a cool. Like the thing that sucked is like, oh my god, he's just evil. Oh, he's gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, not only is he gone, he's he's spoiler alert. He's 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 just a clone. Yeah, of well, other... I, I don't know. I, I had a lot of excitement for Snoke because I felt like I thought it was going to be amazing, and then it was like nothing. Well, the point is, all those actors, especially what's his name who played Finn, you could tell Ab was so happy to be in a Star Wars movie, <laughs> and they got given the most wooden dialogue in bad characters, well, right? Like, dude, that was the that guy was... who played Finn in those movies. Man, he was so into it, but. Yeah, that, that's the thing that sucked, too, because, like, uh, I, the whole last movie, they basically said, okay, all of the plot lines we built up until this point and all of the character development, let's just remove all of those. those. Like, like, the whole, um, yeah, Finn and Ray thing, gone, didn't happen. I still remember that, too. I remember immediately when the movie ended, I go, what the fuck was Finn going to say? Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was my first thought when the movie ended. I don't know. That, that movie asks you an important question, though. It asks you to, to kindly turn your brain off and pretend you're watching Transformers. Dude, yeah. I basically, the way I describe it is it was a great action movie, a good sci-fi movie, and an okay Star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't seen the last one. It, you're not missing You haven't seen the last either. one, Greg? Well, spoiler alert. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Literally, I can tell you the whole movie. You could watch it and still go, "Wow, that was actually worse." 
Like, <laughs> well, I, think, I think we should segue off the Star Wars so that Greg doesn't lose his mind here listening to him across the rant. Uh, oh, that's good. Well, we don't. I also don't want to use up all your uh, all your Wi-Fi there. Um, oh no, it, it, it's fine. I I'm. Oh, let me take a look. Yeah, I, I've not even used. No, I, I I'm fine. I've used like a hundred megabytes. I have it throttled pretty high. Oh, wow. oh, okay, that's so, good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. No, if you guys are wanting to wind it down, that's that's your call, right? But oh yeah, I guess. Well, uh, I guess whatever. Trying to think. I don't think we have. Uh... I have. I, I know. I guess I, so... I, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna ask: Is there any other uh, big news of stuff you're working on, or stuff you're got in the future? Not, not for me really. I had a question, and for you guys, this doesn't have to go on the podcast necessarily. But I, um, if if you wanted, I would be willing to put some of my funds into this. I've got a little bank I've been saving for it, and I'm sure we could get other people online, but. I think a big thing that would help the platform would be to get a proper app made for it for iOS and Android. Because one of the biggest barriers I see people come up against when I try to show them my comics is going on their phone and having to go to their web browser to read it as opposed to downloading an app. You yeah. Know, so I would be happy I... to invest a couple thousand dollars into that to hiring a program or whatever. Um, I, yeah, I would say because, um, yeah, it's definitely uh, something that we've been talking about for a while. Uh, I would yeah. say that there's a few more things I want to get done before we did that, because basically by the time we launch the app, we should still be able to have an audience large enough that like when we launch it, like there should be a thousand downloads within the first day. Right. Like that's, yeah. So like that's something. And, and so because we don't want to make a huge investment in it and then not have it be functioning the whole, you know, not functioning. I mean like uh, being utilized. And so, you know, like there's, there's that whole um, thousand true fans we've talked about before. Like we should have people that are like, it doesn't matter where they have to consume it. They, they just want to consume it. And then we offer them an app. They're so excited. They can share it with people that haven't quite bought in yet. And because there are, um, uh, what's it called? Evangelist, right? Like they're the ones promoting it essentially. That's what, that's what we'd be waiting for. Um, which honestly it'll probably be sometime after like because we still have to we're still working on getting our game out there once our game's out there that's another project we're trying to finish up the website still has a little more work that needs to be done i was actually still testing something i gotta fix um that i'll work on later and uh you know there's just little things like that and once we get everything um locked down on the website so that the website's pretty solid i think that'll be an easy transition um to a uh uh, iPhone app or Android app because uh, honestly, depending on who, who we get as a developer, they should be able to take some of the website code and just convert it and be like, oh, we, this we can just sw switch over here. Some of the design code they should be able to take. And then from that, uh, it'll also save us uh, money with the developers and time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I know you don't have I any just, like designs in our like web store or anything for like any merch but if you want you can always send us designs to our email and then yeah i'll be in touch about that probably corresponding with the uh, release of um hell has good wi-fi i have a lot of things i'm looking forward to doing for it so okay that will definitely be one of them yeah 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 i really think our video game not because i think it looks cool but like we we've seen it behind the scenes so <laughs> um it just like it connects so many different things and like we're doing like guerrilla marketing like what we said on the zoom 
uh, meeting yesterday, like Hector said it was, he's like, yeah, like the thing why he thinks the video game is going to work so well is and bring people is we're guerrilla marketing a thing that exists like in the real world and then bringing it back into the game. Yeah. So it's like a full circle thing. Yeah, it's just pretty cool. So like we would have no, your, if you have like a logo for like your uh comics or whatever yeah like i should should really get around to that end of things that'll be that'll be the grind (laughs) after i finish probably a few more pages as i'll start working on the other more stuff but i want a bit of a body of work that i can you know into people and stuff before we could even put like just hell has good wi-fi would be like on a billboard somebody somewhere i I have some ideas for the thing i'm trying to find a nice clean way to make the words into like a wi-fi connection button signal the like little uh not the bars but the um the other thing that like three slanted lines and the uh slope lines and the um the dot in the bottom I want to try to get that going somehow with the the words. I, I, I'm working on it. Don't worry. Oh, you 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 might be able to do. Do you know that um that Internet Earth? You know, I'm talking about it's a bunch of lines. Yeah. Yeah, you could probably you could probably do something like that. I can picture that getting turned into text. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, I, I've been doing my research. Most of my research though right now is just going to different kind of because I don't want to do like specifically biblical hell for the thing. I want to. Yeah draw from a bunch of different kind of mythologies versions of the afterlife. So I've been doing yeah, a lot yeah. of reading and listening to podcasts and audiobooks and stuff about uh, mythology yeah. and so on and so forth. Yeah. Various cultures versions yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> we myself in hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't have like a hell in our comics, but we have like a, another realm. Yeah. Uh, so it's a secret. Yeah, well, we talked about a lot, but we'll never mention again because now it's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see if it has good Wi-Fi there too. They don't have good jobs. Yeah, <laughs> I would say they probably don't. <laughs> no, pretty. Yeah, the reason we're given that hell has good Wi-Fi in this universe is like you know all the a lot of the very inventive people throughout history would have been very anti-church and would have gone to hell (laughs) that's pretty funny you'd have like nikola tesla and thomas edison and steve jobs and all those really brilliant inventors who weren't exactly the nicest people or the most religious in life or both right nice yeah Yeah. um so like where could people find you like social media do you have like your own website or you could you just plug mainly just instagram at the moment you can find me on instagram at www oh wait no that's that's not how that goes shit don't laugh at me uh instagram at l anderson art sorry my brain's not going well i was thinking landerson art right yeah landerson art um and uh, beyond that, I, I'm getting a YouTube channel set up, but that's in the works. So you'll have to take a pause on that, but I'll, I'll get you to hit this podcast with a link when it's ready. And um, what, what do, you, do you know what you're going to call it so people can search for it? Landison Art. Yeah. Making <laughs> yeah. sure. Good. Either that, it'll either be Landison Art or Landison Media, depending on if Landison Art is taken. Mm, yeah, media is um, good. Media uh, covers a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it gives me a bit more design space for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'll, it'll mostly just be time lapse drawings and you know stuff like this. I would post. I would link on it and stuff. But yeah. Nice. Yeah, we're promote. trying to. Yeah, we're trying to build like our YouTube up. 
slowly. Yeah, for sure. Well, I look right cool. I look forward to seeing this when it's done. Yeah, uh, it'll be out Tuesday, and then the video will be out Wednesday, and then cool. yeah. Yeah, um, I'll just Google Drive share you the um time lapse I wanted to use if that's yeah, okay. Yeah, and I'll put it at like the end of this or something like that. Yeah, it, it, I have about an hour of footage that just encompasses me a um an ink, inking of a a panel from Hell Health Good Wi-Fi, but I'll I'll shrink it down time lapse to make it not as huge a file. Oh man, I thought you were saying it was an hour of time lapse. I was no, like, dude, did you about yeah, I, I just recorded eight my eight time. hour work day yeah. instead of <laughs> No, no, it, it, it's a panel's worth. It's um Yeah, it's the one with the guy pulling this coat on that you guys have probably seen. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. it is a fun post to do, so and that page will probably be done tonight as well, so I'll have that inked at least up on Instagram and colors will be up probably a day later. Coloring thankfully doesn't take me that long, so yeah, our colorist is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I wish I, I tend to just focus on my rendering and the ink, and then I'll just kind of do mostly flats and pay attention to the choices. I'll I'm considering before I put it out hiring someone to like just touch it up, right? Like I've like I've, I've basically done flats and basic rendering. I might I might pay someone to do the more advanced rendering for me, but uh, we'll, we'll see. Depends how it looks when I kind of print myself a first draft to look at. Nice. Yeah. Cool, but beyond that, I think, um, I think I'm pretty happy with every other part of the art. Color is definitely my weakest point for what I work on, but you know. Well, it's good that you know your weakness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, now I can pay some, someone to cover it for me. Some people don't, <laughs> so. Well, it, it's important to be aware. Self improvement's always been a very big part of my my um, life. I've never liked people who tell me I can't do something because I'm not naturally good at it. I end up learning to do it just to spite them. So. <laughs> you think coloring is your ally? <laughs> you think color is your ally? I was born in Iola. <laughs> I, was, I was born in color. <laughs> I, did not, I did not see basic ink rendering until I was but a man. By <laughs> oh, then it was banned. <laughs> only blind. I'm going to put this as like the preview for the podcast. <laughs> color betrays you because it belongs to me. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> okay. Uh, Nice. Yeah, well, def definitely yeah, thanks for, uh, for joining us. Um, now we know everyone's going to hit them up on uh, Landerson Art. Oh, yeah, yeah. Art. Blow up my, my inbox. I will check like 1% of them. <laughs> but if, if you're a lucky winner, I might respond to you. It would be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you heard it here, folks. He might do it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Nice. thanks for coming on. And uh, we'll have you on again at some point. So. Yeah, for sure. That'd be awesome. I'll, maybe we'll come back and talk once the uh, the book's out. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Well, you guys have a great day. Yeah, you, you too. too. Yep. All right. Bye bye. Cool. Should I hang up now or? or yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I wasn't sure if there was like afterwards stuff you need to do. Okay. Bye -bye. Yeah, you're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs>